On today's Smart 7, GSOC under pressure, Schofield finally speaks out and lots more. It's Friday the 2nd of June, it's National Fish and Chip Day and happy birthday Zachary Quinto. The Gardaí were back in the spotlight again on Thursday as a dog committee questioned members of the Gartha Shia Kona Ombudsman Commission over what has been a difficult 2023. GSOC is tasked with policing the police, investigating any incident of death or serious harm involving a Gartha officer. So far this year, there's been controversy over the announcement of charges in a case which saw three men die in a pursuit on the N7 and the resignation of a senior investigator after he attended a party with Jerry Hutch. GSOC Chairman Roy McCabe says the only way to speed up investigations and cover all of the issues required is a substantial budget increase. A minimum of doubling of our current staff complement, including a considerable increase in our complement of investigative staff, will be required. Now, we're not talking about a Rolls-Royce, but a vehicle that can carry all the complement needed to investigate all the complaints that we receive from start to finish professionally, fairly, rigorously and in a timely fashion. Facial recognition technology and body cams are also discussed and GSOC Commissioner Yu Yume was advising caution. Whatever's brought in needs to be accompanied by proper robust procedures that we can check and others can check to make sure that there's no misconduct going on there. The Gather Representative Association and the ASGI have both expressed concern about GSOC's operation and the length of time investigations take. Deputy General Secretary Ronan Clogher says GSOC too need oversight. We feel that they have to be far more accountable in their processes and procedures and how they deal with members of Magadha Shiakana has damaged the confidence that members of Magadha Shiakana have in GSOC. That brings us back again to the point that who is the oversight body on GSOC? Almost 50 European leaders gathered at the European Political Community Summit in Moldova on Thursday to discuss strategies for the conflict in Ukraine. The summit was held at a Moldovan castle just 12 miles away from the Ukrainian border and there's concern that the country could become a future target of Russian aggression, especially if Russia gains control of Ukraine. But Ukraine's President Zelensky doesn't think that'll be likely. He attended Thursday's summit where he pushed for NATO and EU membership for Ukraine and said the war won't be over until Ukraine's won. When we'll win the war will stop or Russia can stop this war earlier. They can go out to their independent territory from our territory. I think that is the answer. Peter Leavaraker also attended the summit and he says that he's prepared to consider joining either an EU or a NATO-led task force that would look at protecting vital undersea data cables. We'll give it deep consideration because, you know, we are an island nation. Our seas are seven times greater than our land area and going through those seas are a lot of really important uh, infrastructure, communications, cables that connect Ireland to the world. No matter how much we spent on our defence forces or our navy, we wouldn't be able to do this on our own. So we do need to cooperate. The Russian region of Belgorod came under attack again on Thursday with eight people reportedly injured in shelling. It comes just a week after two anti-Kremlin groups carried out cross-border raids on the region and Russia blamed Ukraine for Thursday's attack. Meanwhile, two women and a nine-year-old child were killed in a Russian missile strike on Kiev on Thursday morning. But the city's mayor, Vitaly Klitschko, says they're working hard to keep civilians safe. People are very angry. It's not the war, it's genocide against Ukraine, against Ukrainian people from Russia. Safety right now may priority for everyone in our hometown. And NATO boss Jens Stolenberg says it's imperative that the group look beyond the war to determine Ukraine's long-term security guarantees. We don't know when uh, the war ends, but we must ensure that when it does, we have credible arrangements in place to guarantee Ukraine's security in the future.
The US Senate has passed the so-called Biden-McCarthy Act, which means the country will manage to avoid a damaging debt default. It passed Congress and the Senate with the help of Democrat votes. In fact, only 17 Republican senators voted for the bill. The measure now goes before US President Joe Biden to be signed into law ahead of Monday's deadline. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who helped strike the long-anticipated deal earlier this week, says he's happy the Democrats are voting yes and are now going to start pushing for more spending cuts. So this is great. I think it's wonderful that they voted for it because they are now on record. So they can't sit there and yell, this isn't good. So I'll bring something back tomorrow. Let's get the rest of the IRS agents. Let's cut more because we are in a big debt. So to come on the Smart 7, Alonzo's raring to go and Schofield speaks out. Right after this. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. The Spanish Grand Prix kicks off this weekend in Barcelona and Red Bull's Max Verstappen will be hoping to pick up his fifth win of the season and second consecutive victory in Spain. But he'll be facing stiff competition from Aston Martin's Fernando Alonso. The Spaniard's been having quite the season. He currently sits second in the driver's standings behind Verstappen, having secured podium finishes in five of the past six races. And he says he's excited to race in his home country. I feel always in Barcelona this this energy from the fans and... uh, a lot of uh, obviously attention to myself and a lot of expectations as well this year because the car is performing well so um, let's see what we can do if we can give a good show on Sunday and yeah hopefully the car keeps performing well here. Philip Schofield finally broke his silence on Thursday night after a non-stop barrage of tabloid headlines since he quit this morning. He told The Sun in an exclusive interview that he was not a groomer and apologised to the young man at the centre of the scandal. He also says that the relationship began when the runner on this morning was 20. I am deeply sorry and I apologise to him because I should have known better. He also spoke to BBC Breakfast, who will air the full interview on Friday morning. It comes as ITV have instructed a barrister to carry out an external review of events at the channel. He told of his regret over lying to his co-host Holly Willoughby about the affair. The last time we had a conversation was when I texted, this is after the statement last week, don't reply, you're probably not allowed to, but I am deeply, deeply sorry that I lied to you.
Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan is back for its fourth and final season and it looks set to be the best one yet. The new series follows Jack as he becomes the acting deputy director of the CIA and is tasked with uncovering internal corruption. His latest mission takes him face to face with drug cartels, terrorist organisations and a domestic conspiracy. It all kicks off on Amazon Prime later this month and it'll see John Krasinski return to the title role for the last time. So mark your calendars. So what are we getting at? Convergence. The fusing of a drug cartel with a terrorist organization. They can move anything. Humans, weapons, suicide bombers, unlimited resources paired with undying hatred. Not on my watch. You've been listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit the follow button and have a great day. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.